0: every studio owner has to create an effective marketing strategy in order to attract and nurture and retain clients. But what many don't quite realize is that there are some very small minor changes to how you implement your marketing strategy that can actually make a big difference when it comes to your revenue. So in today's episode of the Pilates Business Podcast, I'm going to share three subtle but very powerful changes you can make to your marketing strategy today that will have an immediate impact on the revenue that you generate in your business. Ready? Let's get started. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. So welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I am absolutely thrilled that you are here with me again today. So we are sliding right into the fall or autumn period and you know back to more consistent revenue months for sure, and also more consistent routines for yourself and for your clients most likely. And I know that you are keen to make the most of the opportunity that is out there right now in the marketplace. So I want to share with you some some tips that will make that happen. Now, we know that every boutique fitness studio really does have to step up and create and implement a marketing strategy, okay? And because this is really how you draw clients, how you attract people, how you pull people into your studio and how you make money, right? But the thing we perhaps gloss over sometimes is that not all marketing strategies are created equal. Now, I've worked with hundreds of studio owners over the last 10 years, uh, coaching them on how to make more profit from their studio business with more ease and more fulfillment. And a lot of the conversations, as you might guess, revolve around how to get clients into the studio and how to get clients to stay in the studio. And all of that, has to do with your marketing. So I wanna share with you some of the smaller, subtle shifts that you can make to your marketing strategy that don't require a whole new website or a whole new brand message, but that will help to boost your revenue for your studio business immediately if you implement them in the right way, okay? So the first shift I wanna share with you is to do with probably the most talked about topic with my clients, Uh, is pricing. Pricing is an important component of the decision a client, uh, of what makes, helps the client to make a decision to buy from you, okay? But it is not the only uh, part of the decision-making process. And what we know when it comes to pricing is that the clearer and more transparent you can be, the quicker your clients, potential clients, will make a decision. Okay, And a big one, a big problem, a big issue, a big sort of perhaps um, mistake I see when it comes to pricing is that most studio owners and teachers want for there to be an option for all their clients, which is a wonderful thing to be able to do is to give your clients as many options as possible. And we want to be able to appeal to so many different people so that everyone has a path that they can come into when it comes to price point, Right. But ultimately, if you are offering too many price points for your clients, what happens is it ends up hurting your business ultimately. And here's why. Too many pricing options actually leads your client to indecision, right? Indecision. And more often, perhaps a lack of action altogether, Um, even a perhaps a no thank you, or I'll think about it, and they never quite think about it. Because Thinking through comparing many different pricing options actually takes quite a lot of brain power. actually takes quite a lot of mental energy. And there's a couple of books that I've read on this topic that's really interesting. One of them is called Thinking Fast and Slow. And if you've heard, if you've read that book, um, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, it is definitely a must read. um, If you want to understand kind of how the brain works and it comes to decision making. And there are some things that are sort of subconscious within us that we kind of, we can make very decisions about very, very easily and very, very quickly. But our brain is kind of lazy, actually. Funnily enough, and um, when there are too many decision options, or too many options, and you're trying to make a decision with too many options, often the brain just sort of shuts down and says, "I don't want to do with this right now. I'm tired. I want to go back to sleep. Uh, wake me up later." And it sort of says, "Okay." The result is that the brain sort of says to you, to the, you, the client, and what the client then does is sort of say, "Well, I'm not really sure yet. Let me think about it." Right? And so what happens is that we end up in a situation where although you're trying to help, desperately help your clients to to make it as easy as possible for them to become a client in your studio, what actually happens is sometimes too many pricing options can have the opposite effect. So what is the best thing to do? Well, we don't want to overcomplicate pricing, truly. We don't want to overcomplicate it. You know, the pricing your services um, is both an art and a science in the fact in that Um, It should represent the brand value, the value to your clients that your your uh, services deliver, as well as the science part, which is it should cover your expenses and also give you a nice, healthy profit margin. Right. So there's a lot of uh, this is an art and a science when it comes to your pricing. But when it comes to the number of different options available to you, to your clients, you want to make sure you're keeping it as simple as possible for them to make that decision, Um, a decision that is easy for them to make because those numbers are very clear and straightforward and transparent. And they're not looking at, you know, hundreds of different numbers on a page trying to figure out which is the right one for them, right? Now, for many of you who are working in small group Um, who are teaching small group classes or have a studio that offers small group classes or has a studio where you're teaching privates, you will have the opportunity to have a conversation with your client specifically about which pricing option is best for them. And this is a really good thing to do. So don't shy away from having these conversations because what you want to do is make a recommendation to your client about which Of those options you do have available is the best one for them and in order for you to do that you kind of have to know exactly what they're looking for what their goals are and a little bit more about them so it comes back to knowing your clients and knowing how to speak to them knowing that the phrases to use to introduce your pricing and to to sort of help guide them down the path that is going to work best for them in order to get them the results that you want to give them but also the option that is going to bring you um, that is going to Bring your business the revenue that you want, right? Now, quick caveat on all of this is that intro offers are a different beast altogether. (laughs) And um, if you want to learn a little bit more about um, how to think about your introductory pricing, um, then you might want to tune back into episode 63, where I talk about the three big mistakes that you might be making with your intro offer um, and how to structure that offer for maximum and optimum results. Okay. So number one, the shift you want to make the first shift I would encourage you to make when it comes to shifts that you can make to, to improve your marketing that will have a big impact is having a very simple and a very clear pricing structure. One that you completely understand and one that is very, very easy for your clients to understand. Okay. All right. So moving on to shift number two, this might sound obvious. Okay. But I want you to be really thoughtful about the experience that you give at your clients inside of your studio. Now, every single client that walks into your studio should get a very consistent and very wonderful and very amazing experience, right? No matter who is there to welcome them, no matter who is there to teach, no matter what else might be going on, no matter how many other clients are there, um, no matter how many times In fact, they might have visited you in the past, no matter how long they may have been your client, whether they are just starting out and this is their very first visit to whether this might be their thousandth visit, right? The experience should be exceptional because this is why your clients keep coming back. So in order for this to to happen, you have to be really intentional about how you want your clients to feel before, during, and after Their session inside of your studio. And there's a lot that you can do to influence that, not just in the way that you teach, which is 100% your domain, and you're the expert at that, but also in the way that you welcome your clients, the way that you engage with them before their class, the way that you engage with them after their class, um, and how you sort of encourage them to keep coming back, right? And what I see very often is that the studio owner, because they have been in this role and they have figured this out, they are tend to be actually really very good at creating an exceptional experience for their clients, right? But what happens is there's often a bit of a gap um, between the studio owner and some other teachers inside of the studio. And what that means is that there is an opportunity, right? It's not a problem. There is always an opportunity. And that opportunity comes with um, training your staff on how you want them to speak with your clients, how you want them to engage with your clients, what you expect them to give to your clients, right? And so training is a really important component. Training your team um, in terms of the standards you expect of them and how they treat the clients and and how um, they deliver that exceptional experience is really, really, really important, okay? Taking care of your existing clients will reward your business every week, every month every quarter and every year, right? And we'll bring you not just their loyalty, but also potentially referrals from their friends. So we know from you know all of the research out there when it comes to marketing is that it's always easier and always cheaper to keep clients than to attract new clients, always easier. Keep people coming back, it's a lot easier than getting people in the door for the first time. So make sure everyone on your team is super focused on giving every client an exceptional experience and look for ways to up level your game. In this environment where there's potentially some people are cutting costs and, and looking for ways to trim their expenses each month, you do not want to be what gets cut, right? You want to be an absolute staple um, expense for, um, for, the, for your clients. And so you don't want to give them any reason to not come back at all, right? So. Training your team is really, really important. And uh, a little extra tip here on this one is that, you know, that that very first session is the most important of all. <laughs> how you, how you uh, treat your brand new client in their first visit in your studio is so incredibly important. It requires you to really be very intentional about um, how you engage, how you um, interact uh, with that client, how you speak with them, and how you... Um, encourage them to, to to come back a second time um, and how you kind of it can influence that so and it's all very easy to do once you know how it really that that first session really sets the stage for all that is to come for that new client so um, be thoughtful about what specifically happened in that first session and be perhaps mindful about um, how you can train your team to make sure they that new clients during their first class or their first session really do get an absolutely exceptional experience, okay? So I actually did a podcast episode all about how to make that first session a mega success. It's episode 25, so you have to kind of go way back, Um, but I share with you a lot of tips inside of that that episode that um, will be really helpful to you if you haven't sort of thought through um, what you want to give your clients during that first session, all right? So the second shift is to be really mindful of the experience that you're delivering to your clients and really intentional about that experience too. Okay. Now my final shift for you is about um, what I encourage a lot of my, all of my members inside of my Thrive Group coaching program and all of my members inside of my marketing intensive program to do um, without fail is to follow up. This is something that often just gets dropped gets missed um, and it's um, it 's actually really simple and it makes a huge impact on your long term um, long term client value and also your ongoing revenue right and it 's the simplest and easiest way to encourage your new clients to make your studio a part of their workout habit. So you want to make sure that you are as welcoming as possible, um, and as encouraging as possible. And that probably means following up with them after their visits. Okay. And it's okay to follow up more than once. It's absolutely fine, right? Following up with potential clients gives you the opportunity to communicate your brand promise, your unique values, and your core promises, your core values. Anytime you put that message in front of people, it is a way to really increase visibility and awareness of your business, and it it really helps people to to make that decision to become more committed members versus just perhaps being in that frame of mind where they might just be kind of trying you out, just seeing how it goes. Right, getting your clients or your new clients, I should say, to go from just sort of just trying to think just to, to sort of oh no, this is my, this is my new home, right? Um, There's a switch that happens there. And you want to make sure that you are as proactive as possible about your clients, your new clients making that switch. So how can you follow up? What's the best thing? Well, a lot of it will truly, truly depend on, guess what? On knowing your audience, knowing your clients, knowing what they would, the, what they would prefer in terms of your communication, right? And then, you know, using that balance of, you know, that communication that they would prefer to, to hear from you with and perhaps some others as well. Now, emails are sort of the standard go-to for when it comes to all business, but phone calls still are really incredibly important. And so is text messaging increasingly so. And they they are all can be used in different ways. Um, some work better at certain, um, insert in some sort of uh, places and inside of that sort of sales process than others. Um, And I have a very specific formula that I share with all of my studio owners inside of my programs that is really effective in terms of keeping clients sticky and engaged and uh, interested and curious for more. So one of the best ways though, to make sure that those follow-ups always happen is to automate it. Right, Most of the savviest studio owners out there use um, automation in, in their business because guess what? You can't be doing all of this. All <laughs> right, You have way too much going on. And so as much as you can automate inside of your business, as many systems as you can use that um, help to deliver an exceptional experience for your clients, but that don't require you to be 100% hands-on at all times is going to support your scale in your business, right? It's going to help you to really grow um, beyond the the hours and minutes that you can put into your marketing, right? So having the automations set up is really helpful. There's a lot of different places you can do that. um, And it also helps to make sure that nothing really slips through the gap. And, you know, there's a a lot of different tools you can use out there that can really help you to create these systems and create these automations um, to keep connected with your your potential and your current um, and your past clients, all of which matter to your business. Um, And so I'd encourage you to look into using those. What I see is that that is the sort of investment that really does pay off in your business And so you shouldn't see it as another cost, but you should see it as what it can actually bring you in terms of revenue and scale for your business. So I actually had um, uh, Shamir Cohen from Brambot on episode 66 talking all about this automations. There are a number of other providers, including probably some of your, perhaps some of you uh, use um, your existing scheduling software, probably has some automations features inside of it. Um, And I would encourage you to look at all of those options um, and see which one would work the best for you. All right. So my final shift is to be really focused on the follow on on following up with all clients, past clients, new clients, um, and making sure that you are as proactive as possible and encouraging your clients to keep coming back. So there you have it. Three very subtle, but powerful shifts that you can use in your marketing strategy that will immediately boost revenue in your studio business. A quick recap for you. Number one was to have a simple and clear pricing structure. Number two is to always be delivering an exceptional level of service and an exceptional experience to your clients. And finally, always be focused on the follow-up. Okay, so I hope this was really helpful to you as you sort of think about where there's probably opportunities in your business for more revenue growth and perhaps even more scale in your business. Um, And if you loved what you heard today, then I'd be really appreciative if you could take a quick minute and go to wherever you're listening to this and rate and review the podcast. It will mean a ton to me and it'll help to get this podcast out there into the community amongst teachers just like you. Um, And so more people can feel encouraged and supported. On their journey in our industry. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day.